Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from pitchables.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo, and we are going to talk about baseball. Austin Gomber went yesterday, six innings pitch, two and runs, seven hits, zero walks, and five keys with 19 whiffs as he earned himself a gallows pole. Pretty amazing stuff from Austin Gomber as he hosted the Nationals inside of Coors. I wasn't so in on this one because generally Colorado makes breaking pitches worse, but the slider was really, really good. You know, seven over 24 whiffs with 38% CSW, and... I'm kind of in a little bit. I mean, I will say he's going to the Giants in Oracle Park next. And if you remember last year, there's a whole thing called getting Gombered, which is where a lot of people went after Austin Gomber in Oracle Park last year on the road. And he got destroyed by that lefty mashing team. So I would be a little bit careful about this. But Austin Gomber often gets lost in the pack of options on your waiver wire to stream because it's Colorado and understandably so. But to me, he is more dependable start to start than someone like Herman Marquez and the rest of the guys Freeland and Sensatella etc just are not people you want to chase uh, on the Rockies so Gomber could be a very intriguing strikeout play to make I don't think that we're going to see like 2018 Herman Marquez come from Gomber here but it's pretty cool to see this and now he's all of a sudden back on the menu let's look forward to later starts or more starts from Wednesday before we do, if you don't have PL Plus, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members, so thank you all so much for supporting the site. Uh, Zach Wheeler went 7.2 innings, 0 in run, 6 hits, 1 walk, and 7 Ks. And a lot of people have been really upset with me. Um, I think it's I think it's interesting to say, Nick, come on, you're supposed to be more excited about this. Like, why, are, why aren't you more thrilled about this? It's your boy, Zach Wheeler. 0 earned runs, almost 8 full innings. Look, I'm never going to just see the line and be ecstatic. You guys know me. I'm all about how did he pitch? How did he get his outs? Is this something that from the repertoire mostly and with some of the line maybe swaying me if I'm kind of up in the air about it? And was Wheeler? Lots of four seamers in the middle of the plate. Good to see it at 96 and not 95 like last time. Last three starts have, or last four starts have been. 94 miles per hour, 96, 95, and now 96. That's good. If you want to see the 97, they sat last year with 98 in the mix at some point. But that's good. I'll take 96 from Zach Wheeler. But I want to see a better commanded than how it was uh, yesterday. The sinker was really nicely commanded. The slider was not. So we're not completely there yet. I think the Rangers are also kind of struggling right now after a really nice start the first two weeks. They're kind of not really this aggressively good offense right now. So this is feeling like 2000. 21 or 2020 Zach Wheeler maybe in 2019 and less of 2021 at the moment which is still fine like that is a good pitcher you know top 30 starter but is he a top 10 one right now no even though he has this line so I hope you guys get that I mean it feels like 16 whiffs I should be more excited about this and I am I'm glad that he's going in this direction but he's still not quite there yet with the command that makes him so good uh, Frankie Montes is getting closer to the ace is going to ace label, but he's had two starts where he hasn't had a splitter and it's not been good. He didn't have a splitter here as he won seven innings and zero in runs and six hits. Sorry, four hits, one walk, and six strikeouts against the Rays. 
But the splitter actually was gone, and the slider made up for it. That was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if that's always going to be like that, though, for Montas, but honestly, you just throw Montas every day, and every day you can, and that's great. Adam Wainwright, seven innings of zero in runs, which is great, but one hit, one walk, even that's cool. But two strikeouts, and didn't have his curveball. It's very odd. It's very odd. So, um, I don't know. I feel like he's just a Toby, and not really a great one. Maybe this was just the St. Louis Cardinals defense doing good things. Martin Perez, same idea, kind of. As he went seven innings, zero runs, four hits, four walks, four Ks. It's a Vargas rule. And I, I talked about it in the stream this morning. I've talked about this before. With a Vargas rule, a lot of times that definition, a true definition of a Vargas rule, yeah, it's okay, you keep starting a guy until he hits the wall, fine. But a real one is where you have a, a borderline Toby, right? A guy that kind of wants to be that stable guy at the end of your rotation that... You don't really get excited about. I'll even say that Martin Perez is that. But it's a guy like that who does not have legitimate stuff that is in a good rhythm, nibbling around the edges of the zone and avoiding those mistakes. Right? And that's what Martin Perez did in this one. Really good sinkers and changeups along the edges. And then he had a nice cutter for right-handers going inside on the other side of the plate, like arm side with changeups and and sinkers. That's it. That's what Martin Perez does. When he's locked in, and that's what a Vargas rule is. That's what Ranger Suarez did last year. I, uh, it's, it's 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 what it is. That simple. So, do you want to buy in that Martin Perez is now ex- excellent with his command, nibbling around the edges? I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. So, that's up to you. That's all. That's all on you there. Uh, Corey Kluber, six innings, zero runs, three hits, one walk, and seven Ks. Look at me. I have been pushing down all of these old vets who are just performing all the time. I mean, all right. It's working now. I mean, Corey Kluber against the Athletics, not really the biggest thing ever. We'll say 90 miles per hour, which is good. It's not the 92 that we want to see, but 90 is not the 80, you know, sub-89, 88 to 89 that we saw. The report of, sorry, <laughs> the cutter wasn't as good. Uh, the the breaking ball is still legit. So he gets the Angels next and not the Athletics. I don't think I'm going to start him for that. Dylan Peters won 3.1 innings. Sure, 46 pitches was one of the higher ones he did. I don't know how much the sticks around for Dylan Peters. It's throwing a little bit harder. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, I'm not really going out after this. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi, insane. King Cole, 40% CSW against the Yankees. Six innings, one run, three hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts. He had a sub-95 mile per hour heater, though. Well, I think the most interesting part here is that he's normally a cutter and a slider guy. And he's compacted into one. And it's really more leaning in on just on a harder slider, but it's a softer cutter, right? It's kind of in between. Um, it was good. It, it, it did a good job. Split chain showed up for four whiffs as well. I mean, there you go. I don't really buy this. I don't think that the lower velocity is going to do Kukuchi favors. Also, wasn't pristine command with it. Uh, the cutter just did enough. I mean, it just landed on the, in the zone a lot. Uh, so that's it. I'm not going to buy into this. Mackenzie Gore, this is a hot topic, of course. Is he going to start? Is he going to go demoted? Is Nick Martinez? Blah, blah, blah. I've talked about it enough. 5.2 innings, one run, four hits, three walks, and two Ks against the Guardians. 19% CSW, just four whiffs. He threw 100 pitches and only got four whiffs. Hmm, that's, um... Look, if Mackenzie Gore were this double-digit strikeout guy and, you know, absolutely overwhelming everybody, you say, oh, Nick, one run, 5.2 innings. Okay, okay. But seriously, his stuff is not quite what we want it to be. I uh, slider is just not, not what it was. Zero for nine CSW. Like, 
77% fastballs in this, and they weren't overwhelming batters. Yeah, this is not the Mackenzie Gore that demands a rotation spot. I, I just, I really just don't see it. I just don't see that Nick Martinez is going to be so bad. Look, today's the day. I'm going to come back to you tomorrow. I'm going to sound so depressed and so defeated. And I'm not even like, I'm not even saying go start Nick Martinez. <laughs> I'm still going to feel that way if he doesn't do well tomorrow. Regardless, I just don't think this is the course of action that the Padres are going to take. I feel like Gore goes back to the minors, work on the secondary stuff, get to a point where you're throwing 50% fastballs, not 77%. That's how I feel about it. Ian Anderson had four walks and 1K. How am I going to butter my bread with this? One earned run, 5.1 innings. Good job with the fastball, not so much with the curve and the changeup. So not as excited. That wasn't the turning point start that you wanted. Tony Gonsolin, though, finally got some strikes on a slider over 60%, right? 61% in this. Only 25% usage on the four seam, which is kind of wild. He really leaned on that slider uh, and, and the changeup. It worked. 5Ks, 5.1 innings. So five innings, one run, three hits, one walk. I can't even read like a basic stat line today. I don't know if I'm really th- that much back in, but he gets the Pirates. And that's cool. Like 61% strike rate versus like 59 or 57 is not that big. I was really hoping to see, you know, 2020's 70% strikeout from Tony Gonsolin on a slider. Right? So we're not quite there, but this is good. I mean, this is good enough to go against the Pirates. And I know a lot of people are believers in Gonsolin. They're going to hate how much I'm against them. I get it. But I'm just not seeing the complete package yet. Madison Bumgarner got ejected after one inning. That was the stupidest thing ever, and I cannot believe the umpire just stared at him. Anyway, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look up the video, and you'll understand instantly. Verlander got the ace is going to ace because he's dope. Uh, Alex Vallejo showed up, and it's not impressive. Um, Jose Quintana tried to do the same thing before. He actually did have his his Blake Snell blueprint of his pitch separations. Just didn't get any whiffs, only six whiffs. And yeah, don't don't rely on Jose Quintana. Garrett Whitlock, nine Ks and 17 whiffs in five innings and two and runs. What? Two base runners, just two hits against the Angels. Struck out the side to start the game. What? 28% swing strike rate on a sinker. What? Yeah, you pick up Garrett Whitlock. He's just sick in this rotation. I don't think that the Red Sox are going to all of a sudden just switch him out for Tanner Houck after this. He's doing what Tanner Houck should have done. That's, yeah. Yeah, you make the swap. Uh, Michael Pineda against the, the Pirates went 4.1 innings on 200 runs. He is running on fumes. Don't want that. Nessa Cortez, was a, it was a disappointing outing. Uh, 200 runs, 4 hits, 4 walks, 3 Ks, 4 innings against the Jays. I think you just got to keep trying again. He gets the Jays next, I know, but you just do it again. Two have 27 whiffs on the four seamer. He's better than that. Alex Wood, don't worry about it. He's at 93 miles per hour, 300 runs, 5.1 innings. Still got seven Ks. Six base runners is fine. Because the Dodgers really just one earned run is the only thing that anyone will be upset about. Slider is legit. We're good. Uh, Cal Quantrill is a Toby. He had a near very poor quality. So he did get some good stuff on his cutter or slider, whatever you want to call it. Seven Ks, but yeah, I'm not really going for it. Patrick Carmen went to Coors, whatever. Eight innings, by the way, but only four whiffs on the slider. Nope. Uh, Lucas Giolito is going to A16 whiffs, 37% CSW. Unfortunately, three in runs, but whatever, 10 strikeouts. Tyler McGill, still really good. Six innings, or 5.1. Was amazing for five. Struggled a lot in the sixth. His velocity is down 94.8, which isn't what you want. But he got nine, nine, nine whiffs, and that's really cool. Slider wasn't as amazing as he wanted it to be. It had its moments, but not that great. Changer was solid. You just keep starting Tyler McGill. It's amazing. I'm wearing my Tyler McGill shirt right now, actually, as I say this. Freddie Peralta went five innings, three runs, five hits, two walks, and seven strikeouts. It's fine. I, I think, I think we were cool with it. Slider was good. He got enough, you know, 
I outs in the field. It's cool. Um, and oh, sorry, he didn't get them. Like they found, he got singled out a little bit. Everything's fine. Uh, Mike Clevenger returned. Oh man, there's so much to talk about yesterday. I know we're already over ten minutes just about the round from yesterday. But there's so many interesting ones. Uh, Clevenger returned 4.2 innings, three and runs, four hits, three walks, and four strikeouts against the Guardians. He struggled here. Uh, his sliders and curveballs were not nearly what we want him to be. It was just really fastball changeup. I think over time we get back there. Velocity was 93.5 as opposed to 95. Give him some time here. It could be could be kind of like a Thor situation though. But I'm not ready to all of a sudden just give up after this. Uh, Reed Demmer still doesn't have a slider, so whatever. Uh, Kyle Hendricks is a cherry bomb. Zach Please, like whatever. Kyle Bradish. Yes, it's Bradish, not Bradish. It's Bradish. So the Bradish juice actually works. Ta-da. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he did three. Good, he had three good innings and then really blew up in that uh, fourth. He even got. He should have had another earned run, but a liner struck it. Gary Sanchez, that was the final out of the inning. It would have been a base hit scoring another run. Ah, this was rough because the fastball is too hittable, but the breakers look good. So I'm a little conflicted. I shouldn't have been as high as I as I was. I apologize. I was really believing more in the breakers coming out than the fastball really seeing its floor, you know? But then again, it was just one bad inning. He gets the Cardinals next. I don't think I'm going to be starting for that. Matt Brash, oh boy. Four straight starts now, just not having command. It's You can't believe in it being good. He's a cherry bomb at best now, and you can drop him. Chris Bubich, no. Eliezer Hernandez has been seeing better days. He gets the Snakes a second time, and this was against the, the Diamondbacks. Five earned runs in four innings. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm Honestly, like if you really need strikeouts or something there, it's not the worst start you can make. I'm just going to say that. Uh, some people are calling for Max Meyer. But I don't really don't think the Marlins displace Eliezer Hernandez this soon. And Dylan Bundy and Gutierrez, no thank you. I mean, Bundy, nine runs, two point two innings. Absolutely not. Oh, man. Um, looking forward to today. And actually, today's Thursday, which means we look at today, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. We do a whole thing. This is a long podcast. We'll make it a little bit long. Today, uh, Ray, Webb, McClanahan, Otani, Nola, Barrios, Lazardo, start them all. Michaelis and Scooble and Urquidy. I'm starting all of them. Scooble against Astros, don't really care. Yeah, those guys, I mean, Michaelis, I know it's a tougher start against the Giants. You still do it. Adrian Hauser is a stream pick of the day because it's the Reds, and he can go six innings. And I think that can just work out well. Uh, Nick Martinez is someone else to consider against the Marlins. I don't love it, as I said before. He's a questionable start here. But I think he's better than the ERA you've seen. Look, he dominated the Giants in the first game. He wasn't so bad last time against the, the Reds. Um, Hunter Green uh, is against Milwaukee. The, let's see what the velocity is. Uh, Cal Quantra, oh, you know what? I should have updated that, and I didn't. Because um, he actually went yesterday. Very strange. Um, I got to update that. Anyway, Taiwan Walker against the Phillies. Uh, I I hope he can do it again. He had 94 mile per hour velocity last time. He should be stretched out. But it's against the Phillies still. And I don't know if he's going to repeat how well he did last time. Spencer Watkins, Chris uh, Archer, Rich Hill, Antonio Sensatella, and Aaron Sedges. I'm not starting. Rich Hill could be followed by Hauk. And if you have Hauk, I guess follow him. But the assumption that he's going to do well and get a win, well, they're going against Otani. So I don't really know if that's going to work out. All right, I just went back and edited it. It was Aaron Savali, of course, and that's a do not start against the Jays. Sorry about that. Uh, Garrett Cole, Scherzer, Gaussman, Alcantara, Ivaldi, Bieber, Darvish, Gilbert, and Lauer all auto starts on Friday. Lauer against Atlanta, who cares? He just had two double-digit starts. And Darvish against Miami, you might think, oh, that's a better start, Nick. No, he's independent of opponent you just start Darvish is the premium cherry bomb and you just 
it should be better than bad. So just do it. Probably starts here. Uh, Kelly, Merrill Kelly and Luis Garcia. Kelly gets Rocky Road. Duh. Luis Garcia against the Tigers. Not scary enough to, to avoid it. I could see those in the questionable start here. That is Chad Cool and Tyler Anderson being pushed into the probable start here. If you want to do that, by all means. Cool has a really nice slider and he's going against the Snakes. It feels good. I just got to say, the fastball's still not good. And this could feel like a trap play because, yes, the slider's been doing great. But it's still Chad Cool. Uh, Tyler Anderson against the Cubs feels like a win opportunity. He's just a Toby, though. So I'm not really going to say, like, oh, you have to do it. Merrill Kelly is a little bit better than a Toby at this point. Uh, Josh Winder against the Athletics as Sonny Gray is still rehabbing. Sounds pretty decent, uh, but it could be kind of a thing like Braddish. So I'm a little bit cautious. Um, Alex Cobb, uh, Brew Baker, Gibson, Irvin, Dunning, all pretty similar here. I mean, Cobb, Cobb didn't do well in his return, and maybe I just want one more start to be safe against the Cardinals, but you should be okay. Um, Coffee Cakes gets... The Reds, so yeah. Um, Gibson is against the Mets, and do what you want there. Cole Irvin, same thing against the Twins. They're both Tobies, and hopefully that works out. And Dane Dunn against the Yankees. Normally, the do not start, but his sliders look really good, and his command was also amazing last start, so maybe that sticks around. And the do not start tier, it's pretty much all sit, obviously. Jordan Lyles is a desperate play against Kansas City. If he has his breakers, that's a coin flip. Jordan Hicks could be extended fully against the Giants, but no. Uh, I don't I don't really see enough from him right now to justify that. And the last one really to consider, or to, to at least be aware of, is Wasker Noah possibly returning tomorrow. We don't know yet. It's not confirmed. But it seems like he would be the starter for Atlanta tomorrow against the Brewers. I don't want to start him there, but if he is dominating with his sliders and spotting his fastball, all of a sudden he becomes a pickup for me. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Forward. Yeah, for, I'm looking forward to the weekend. And looking at the weekend, <laughs> I'm just going to do both um, Saturday and Sunday for both teams at the same time. Um, it just, it's just easier as I scroll down. Um, actually, no, I'll make it easier. I think it's better for you if I just do the full day. So for Saturday, Tyler Wells against uh, the Kansas City Royals. No. Uh, Pavetta against the White Sox. I mean, you could if you're desperate for strikeouts. But no. Severino against the Rangers. It's probably going to be, a, yeah, I'd say a probable start because he hasn't done so great lately. But I would probably do it. Um, it could be even be an auto start. I think Severino is still really good. Um, Drew Rasmussen is in questionable start against the Mariners as he didn't have his cutter in slider whiffs last time. Stripling is a do not start. Maybe the bottom of the the, the questionable tier against the Guardians. Keiko, no way. McKenzie against the Jays, I think is a... Mm, that's really tough. Is it probable or is it questionable? Depends if you need strikeouts. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, same probable against the Astros. Man, such a terrible schedule. He gets Oakland after this. Oh, thank you so much. He deserves that. I didn't watch that. He'll do badly in that one. Um, Daniel Lynch against Baltimore is not the worst stream ever, but he'll be in the do not start. Um, Chris Paddock is better against the Athletics. He'll be in questionable. Uh, maybe you can even say like improbable start, honestly, the way he's been rolling at the very end of it. Um, him versus Rasmussen. Yeah, I prefer Paddock, so maybe. I uh, Justin McKenzie against the Jays. Higher floor with Paddock. Higher ceiling, I think, with McKenzie. Okay. Uh, Framber Valdez is a problem against Detroit. That's funny. That's uh, that's Erod versus Valdez. <laughs> pretty pretty similar guys going against each other. Um, Lorenzen against the Nationals. That's a uh, high on the questionable. Uh, maybe you can even say it's a probable. Um, Lorenzen should be fine against the Nationals. Uh, James Caprillion against the uh, Twins. You say no until you actually see it from him. Marco Gonzalez could pull it off against the Rays. So if you need a quality start, he's in the questionable tier. I uh, Taylor Hearn, that's a no against the Yankees. Max Reed, auto start. Lopez, auto start. Bassett, auto start. Um, Zach Eflin against the Mets is going to be the bottom of questionable. Maybe the top of do not start. I'm not a fan. 
Um, he's not in a good place right now. But then again, it could work out. Uh, Josiah Gray against the Angels is the bottom of questionable. He has a strikeout upside, but man, it's it going to be risky. Do not start Justin Steele. Robert Ducker, no thank you. Nick Lodolo is returning from the IL. He really just missed one start. I would be putting him high on the questionable um, against the Pirates. Uh, just because it's technically he's still ill. We don't really know if they're going to let him go along with this. Uh, Corbin Burns, obviously. Mitch Keller, no thank you. I don't care if it's the Reds, you know, thank you. Ronzi Contreras is in the questionable start here, though. I think he could actually do well as he gets likely called up for this doubleheader. Um, yeah, you say Mitch Keller, though. It's the Reds. Like, it feels like it should be good. I just, he doesn't do well, guys. Um, Matt, Steven Matz against the Giants is a questionable start uh, in Oracle Park. Zach Davies hosting Rocky Road. I just don't want to do that. Kyle Freeland, who in Arizona, not the worst to do not start. That's all I'll say. Um, I could work. I really could. Uh, Clint Kershaw, obviously. Mania, obviously. Sam Long is going to be, be with Jacob Junis. That might be a questionable thing if Jacob Junis is confirmed to follow um, Sam Long there. Uh, really nice changeup and slider we've seen so far. Um, on Sunday, uh, Bruce Zimmerman uh, is a questionable start against the Royals. Michael Walker, with the way he's going against the White Sox, questionable start. John Montgomery is a probable start. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough is a do not start, and Alec Manoa is an auto start. Dylan C's auto start. Kirk McCarty, know nothing about him. He going against going against the Jays. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, apparently for the Guardians, uh, no idea. Don't you yeah, just don't do it. <laughs> I mean, if you're desperate on a Sunday, technically, if like if that's a, a rookie minor leaguer or something, getting a chance like that's better than just some of the bad guys will go like three innings, right? Uh, like Wiley Peralta, I'm not doing that against the Astros. Uh, Zach Greinke against Baltimore, I guess, questionable start. Auto start for Joe Ryan against the Athletics. Jacob Rizzi has been doing pretty well. I guess he's in the questionable starts here against the Tigers. You could see him being improbable. Auto start for Patrick Sandoval against the Nationals. Jeffries, no thank you against the Twins. Flexen is a questionable against the Rays. He's a Vargas rule if you want. John Gray against the Yankees, that's a bench because, uh, do not start because you don't know where he's at. Three innings, has no whiffs on the slider, just looks wrong, and I want to see him do it once right. Um, he'll get the Red Sox next week. Man, we're going to have to wait two weeks. Uh, <laughs> like, probably going to have to wait until like, the 20th of May until we start John Gray. Very frustrating. Uh, Charlie Morton against the Brewers is a questionable start. I think he's going to turn around. It's just a matter of when this could be it. Same thing with Trevor Rogers against the Padres. Uh, Carrasco against the Phillies, I'd say, is also a questionable one. I know he just did really well over eight innings against Atlanta, but like, you know, he had a slider working, and they threw a lot of uh, right-handed guys against him. Maybe the Phillies are going to be different. I don't know. I don't know. It's a questionable. High and questionable, though. Uh, Ranger Suarez on the other side is going to be low and questionable. Um, he's a Toby. Uh, and the Mets, this could work out. Uh, Eric Fetty, do not trust the feds. Marcus Stroman against the Dodgers. That's a questionable one. Tyler Molly, I. <laughs> it's against Pittsburgh. I'd say it's a probable still. I mean, you can't not start Tyler Molly here. Aaron Ashby is getting a start for uh, for the Milwaukee against Atlanta. That's the end of questionable. I don't really want to do that. Zach Townsman, no, no way, even though it's the Reds. He'll be higher than most on the do not start, I would imagine, though. I mean, there's a chance. He's just been so bad, but it's the Reds. Uh, Dakota Hudson's in questionable. So many questionables against the Giants. Zach Gallon's an auto start against Rocky Road. Always a questionable Herman Marquez, even though it's in Arizona. Walker Bueller against the Cubs. Obviously an auto start. Same with Radon and Musgrove. But all right, this, wow, 25 minutes or so, actually probably closer to 23, 24, because I had the time of me editing the uh, Aaron Savali. But good luck this weekend. You got this. I believe in you.
and believe in you. Thanks for tuning in, of course, and thanks for uh, getting PL Plus and everything like that. But that's going to do it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babibs be low and your strikeouts high.